Giants come out of the bye and defeat the Houston Texans by a score of 24 to 16. And this was a pretty typical New York Giant game where, you know, I felt like the Giants basically were in control. Um, really, they played to the score. The defense was mostly good. They had, you know, some difficulties, you know, when there was a little bit of a cushion. Is kind of, and that's just kind of what you see where, where the Giants are on the other side of that, where when the Giants are trailing and they have just given up a touchdown or points, like they'll come back and they'll, you know, respond. But the Giants played a good football game. It wasn't pretty. And it's another one-score win technically. Uh, as the Texans got a late field goal to make it an eight-point game. Reminiscent to, I guess, the Bear game. Um, but it's just funny. The Giants only win one-score games. Uh, and this was kind of what you'd expect. Um, now, Xavier McKinney, uh, unfortunately, uh, hurt his hand uh, on, on an ATV during the bye week. He was on vacation, uh, and he is going to be out. For at least four weeks, uh, maybe more, honestly, uh, and so that's not great. And that's not great by Xavier McKinney uh, to do that, to put himself in jeopardy, to hurt the team like that. And look, he's a good dude, like, but still, you got to be smarter than that. And that's it's kind of unacceptable, really. Uh, and so, Dane Belton and Jason Pinnock were definitely asked to step up, and they did, and they and they did. You know, I, I mean, and would it have been better with McKinney? Yeah, but. Belton gets an interception. Pinnock gets one and a half sacks. Uh, so that was good to see. Dexter Lawrence has been an absolute stud this season. Uh, he has progressively gotten better since his rookie year in 2019. And, and Dexter Lawrence had a sack. He was just really, really good. Davis Mills, you know, ends up putting up over 300 yards. But that's a bit misleading. Davis Mills really struggled. Um, and I think, you know, for the most part, good job by the defense. And, you know, there were some frustrating things. Play calling, you know, really on both sides. Um, you know, the offense, I feel like it was a little bit too run heavy. Uh, and, and Saquon Barkley is, is a big story of this game. He, he was rushes for he was 35 carries, 152 yards and a touchdown. Like they were pounding the rock and the Texans are not a good run defense, but I just felt like, you know, they, you could have made it a little bit easier for yourselves, but that's the way they, they preferred it. Uh, and you know, the giants, it's, it's part of the reason why they never get 30 points. Like this is a game where they easily could have. If they passed a little bit more, because when they did pass the ball, it was it was pretty effective. Daniel Jones, you know, only threw the ball 17 times. He was 13 for 17, 197 and two touchdowns. Jones was pretty good. There was really only one bad throw that Jones made. I think it was intended for Slayton. Other than that, he was pretty on the money. Um, Kenny Galladay returns, and and just when you think it, it it can't get any worse, it does. I mean, Kenny Galladay, there were two passes in his direction. One of them, I wish that he gave a little bit more of an effort, but like, you know what? I understand his arms were fully extended. He didn't make the catch. Fine. The second one is completely, completely a joke. I mean, in stride, right right at him. Uh, and would have been a nice game at the end of the first, I believe it was uh, end of the first half, uh, if memory serves me correct. And he just drops it. And, and I don't think we saw Kenny Galladay again, Kenny Galladay again deservedly so. Darius Slayton is clearly your number one receiver, and he had a really nice touchdown. It was a 54-yard touchdown for Darius Slayton. He's a big play receiver, uh, and it's just crazy to me that Slayton 
almost was traded. Well, that's one thing, I guess. But even after he wasn't traded, he was – I believe he was a healthy scratch early in the season. He was inactive and completely buried in the depth chart, which is kind of insane. Considering that Darius Slayton has been a pretty productive NFL receiver since he came into the league. So Slayton, good to see. Um Isaiah Hodgins, who was a pickup from the Bills, so you know Joe Shane and company company know Hodgins. He ends up kind of replacing Galladay, and he makes a couple of catches, forty-one yards. One of them was a twenty-six yard reception. So Hodgins, I mean, the Giants are so thin at receiver that you do you play well like that, and you're gonna you know have a chance, uh, you know, to to get in the mix. So. Uh, Wendell Robinson was, was quiet. You know, he had a couple of catches, at least one, it was one or two. One of like, one was on a third down conversion. The other one might've been as well, but either way, Wandale, Wandale kind of messed up on a, on a run. He went negative five yards on a, on a running play that took the Giants out of field goal range. But, you know, I thought Fabian Moreau struggled today. Um, but Adore Jackson, I thought was really good. Punt return wise, Adore Jackson was kind of the punt returner. Uh, but you're just hoping for nothing going on there. I thought Jamie Gillen struggled. Um, he has, you know, we know he has a great leg, but in terms of there's not much touch. And yeah, I thought Gillen wasn't great. Gano uh, wasn't really asked to do much until he made a late field goal, which was pretty big at the time. It was a 49er field goal to extend it from an eight point lead to an 11 point lead. But it was just a classic sort of New York Giant game, and that results in a win. It's another seven and two, uh, and you know. I think in terms of the Giants, if you can beat the Lions next week, and I think the Lions, they are they have a two-game winning streak. They will they will be a step up from the Texans. Now I know that's kind of an obvious statement, but truly, like the Lions, they will not be easy at all. Um, like I said, they've won two in a row. Ever since their bye week, they've been playing a lot better, uh, and that won't be easy. But if you can win that game, and you know, I, I think that at that point, making the playoffs really has to be a near certainty. Uh, with the state of the NFC, it really needs it really has to be a near certainty. Uh, but as far as this game is concerned, the Giants, you know, start out really well, uh, defensively and off- and offensively. And it should be noted that a couple of players returned from injury, um, some making big some making a bigger impact than others. I should also mention Landon Collins was not an elevation from the practice squad. Seems like Collins' time with the Giants, who knows how much longer it will last. Um, You know, he is considered more of a linebacker at this point. Uh, And we didn't even see a lot. I got to check this, but we didn't even see much of Tay Crowder today as far as I was concerned. Really, inside linebacker-wise, it was mostly like Jalen Smith and I guess Micah McFadden. It was not a whole lot of of even Tay Crowder. Uh, So I guess, you know, in terms of Landon Collins, there was really no need at all. For him to be in there, uh, but yeah, Matt per- Matt Parrott was activated uh, off of um, the injured list, and and he you know was in there a little bit. Same thing with Nick Gates, a little bit of playing time. You know, still no Evan Neal, still no D- Daniel Bellinger, uh, and they're trying to make things work. But there were a couple. We'll talk about a couple of players that you know, a couple of guys that you might not know that made contributions. But anyway, um, the Giants' defense starts out and it does a pretty good job. Uh, on, on a third and 11, uh, it, it's a sack. It's a split sack between Pinnock and Dexter Lawrence. Uh, and so the Giants, you know, do a good job. The uh, defense goes three and out. Then 
There is a Wandell Robinson uh, nine-yard catch for a first down that gets the Giants to about midfield. Saquon Barkley is, is a big part of this. And then the big play is on second and 12 at the 42, Daniel Jones to Darius Slayton, 36 yards to the six. Uh, there was an illegal formation penalty on the Giants that set them back just a bit. Eventually, it's second and goal at the, second goal at the nine, and Lawrence Cager, uh, scores the touchdown. The tight end uh, from Daniel Jones, a nine-yard touchdown, uh, gives the Giants a 7 nothing lead. Now, Cager was uh, on the roster against the Seahawks. If you remember, he there was an overthrow by Daniel Jones to Cager. Definitely, a, a, you know, I, I guess you could say somewhat similar to Tanner Hudson, but Cager almost seems like he's more of a pass-catching tight end. Uh, Cager was was with the Jets um, at different points uh, in 2020 and this season, actually. Uh, but Cager gets a touchdown. So that was a practice squad elevation that comes through. And that's kind of what it is with the Giants. It doesn't necessarily matter who you are. I mean, there's certain positions where it does. But it's all about good coaching and just people filling in the gaps. And it's the system more than anything else uh, that really helps the team. So then the Giants' defense continues to do a really good job. Uh, Davis Mills and the Texans go three and out. Uh, the Texans' uh, offensive personnel was improved this week, uh, you know, where Brandon Cooks returns. He didn't do too much. Nico Collins comes back from injury. He did a, you know, he got involved. Uh, but then the Giants' offense, it kind of, you know, this is what happens. They go up 7 nothing, and they kind of stall out a bit. Uh, this was the drive where you get that first Kenny Galladay incompletion, and the Giants punted away. But again, you get another three and out by the Giant defense, really doing a very good job. The Giants moved the ball a little bit. Uh, Hodgins with a 15-yard catch. Um, but unfortunately, on a third and two, uh, Saquon Barkley only gets one yard. So now it's a fourth and one at the 36, and this gets very interesting. Now, Jack Anderson, now this was a player who the Giants uh, claimed uh, after the roster cuts. He was on the Eagles, and Jack Anderson is in there uh, as an L, you know, totally on the left side completely, uh, an eligible receiver. And it's fourth and one at the 36. Now, the Giants were going to run a play. I don't know what they were going to do. But they were not trying to draw the Texans offside. They were going to try to run a play of some sort. Anderson jumps. He flinches. It's a false start. And Dable absolutely chews him out on the sideline. It's it just it's, – it's good to see that. You know, as a fan, you're frustrated. And it's like, I don't know what Jack Anderson was thinking there. It's a bad job by a player that really doesn't get in all that much. I mean, at all. And so um, that takes him out of field goal range. Because now it's fourth and five – at the 40, and they punt, and Jamie Gillen punts in the end zone. So it's a net gain of 20 yards. So it's a all in all, it works out terribly. And soon thereafter, the Texans get it right back. So that Anderson false start to me was a little bit of a turning point uh, in the wrong direction. And Damian Pierce starts to get involved. And this is where I believe Dexter Lawrence wasn't in on these plays. Dexter Lawrence is such a, an impactful player. Um, Lawrence wasn't in, I, I believe, and Pierce just runs wild. Uh, including a 44-yard run to the Giant 19, but give credit to the defense as they're able to stop the Texans from there and Fairbairn, the Texan kicker, 38-yard uh, field goal good, and so now it's 7-3. Uh, punt, uh, the, the Giants' next uh, drive would be a punt. Saquon Barkley you know, had his longest run of the day, a 27-yard run. It was, a, it was an efficient day for Saquon. He didn't really, I mean, again, 35 carries, I mean, it, it wasn't as if, 
Yeah, there wasn't um, a whole lot of big plays, but enough, you know, four yards, six yards, things that you're looking for out of Saquon. Um, but yeah, the, the Giants, they get to about midfield, and unfortunately, um, what happens here? No, even, even, no, sorry, this is where they get to even beyond midfield. They get to the uh, Texan 27, and this is where Wanda Robinson loses five yards. You get a no gain for uh, Matt Breida, and then Daniel Jones gets sacked, uh, and it takes him out of field goal range again. So a bad job by the Giants where in a couple instances, and this one was really bad, where you should at least be getting three, you get nothing. So the Giants punt it. Again, a, a bad punt by Gillen, a really bad punt by Gillen. Uh, the Texans would get one first down, but the Giants do a nice job. As they stop the Texans, the Texans punted away. The Giants don't have great field position, but they're able to kind of get out of there. Luckily, the Giants then punt. And it, it kind of goes back and forth a little bit. The Texans kind of had halfway decent field position, but um, the Giants do a pretty good job. Uh, Jihad Ward gets a sack, uh, which was pretty big uh, on a third and nine at the 47. And so the Texans punt, the Giants get the ball back. They try to make something happen, but they eventually – and I should mention that the drive before was where Galladay has that drop. And I don't think we saw him again. And so, you know, honestly, the Giants, to me, I don't know why they didn't just take a knee. They, it was a little bit risky, but whatever. We go to the second half, and now the scoring starts to develop. The first three drives involve uh, touchdowns. Uh, and luckily, the Giants were on uh, for two of those. And it was a quick five-play, 75-yard drive. And the reason why it was quick was because you have a Saquon 12-yard run. And then third and nine at the 46, Jones does a nice job of kind of hanging in there. He was he got hit pretty hard. And, and the timing was just off of the Texan defense where Slayton comes back for the ball. The Texan defender misses him, and then it's off to the races. Slayton makes a couple of moves. He's down the sideline and gone. 54-yard touchdown for Darius Slayton. Definitely the play. When you think about this game, just in terms of a fun play, it was definitely the play of the game in that sense. So it's 14-3 Giants at this point, but it's giant football, so you know it's got to be a little bit interesting. And, of course, the Texans have their best drive of the day coming off of that. Uh, and really, uh, it was more with a 30 with a 23-yard catch. Then uh, Jordan Aikens, with the, uh, who, was, uh, who was actually on the Giants' uh, training camp roster, uh, and, and he makes a 16 – sorry, 17-yard catch. You get it to second and 12, and it's Nico Collins just beating Fabian Moreau clean. 12-yard touchdown for Collins, and they respond, but the Giants respond as well, and that's, and that's a great job. It's a 12-play, 74-yard drive for the New York Giants, and this is where Wanda Robinson does again get a third-down uh, conversion. Uh, an 11-yard catch for Wandell Robinson. Saquon Barkley with a 13-yard run on a third and seven. Big play from Jones to Hodgins, a 26-yard catch. Matt Breida getting involved. Daniel Jones a little bit, but it ends up in Saquon Barkley, fittingly, closes out the drive with a two-yard touchdown run. Giants get back to the 11-point lead. But the Texans' offense continues to move the ball well, heading into the fourth quarter. Uh, and a big play was to Aikens, a 46-yard reception on a second and 16. That was unacceptable that they let that happen. But Aikens gets it to first and goal to nine. Damian Pierce loses a yard. Uh, nice tackle by Darnay Holmes. And then Pierce fumbles. It was a combination of Leonard Williams and Thibodeau. 
um, and it's recovered by Jalen Smith, uh, and so that's really big. So they were about to respond again, but the Giants recover it right there. The Giants do, however, go three and out from there, and then the Texans get the ball back at midfield. Uh, so pretty good field position. There's 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter. You get a Nico Collins 13-yard catch. Brandon Cooks for 25. Um, and, you know, there was a touchdown taken off the board. At, at second and 15 at the 19, uh, it was Mills to Cooks, but uh, they called holding on Green of the Texans. And the next play is an interception by Dane Belton, uh, intended for Philip Dorsett. And a nice shot by Belton. Good pressure by Dexter Lawrence as well. And so the score remains 21-10. So that, those were big spots where the Texans' offense really was starting. The, the, the second half, the Texans were offensively were doing a lot better, but some key turnovers. Uh, and so now the Giants get the ball back. They start to get very, very conservative. I mean, they were conservative all game long, but extremely so here. It was a big first down by Daniel Jones on a scramble, an 11, 11 yard run for Daniel Jones. Um, but uh, the Giants do – eventually punted away. So the Texans get the ball back under five minutes, uh, down by 11. And on this drive, the Texans also moved the ball. More 22-yard catch. Collins 12-yard catch. And, and it was you know, it was a prevent defense. It was, you know, the Giants were kind of sitting back on defense, which I didn't love. And they were getting out of bounds as well. Uh, Damian Pierce's 16-yard catch. Um... And so they're moving the ball, moving the ball. There was um, a close play. It looked like there might have been a sack fumble where O'Shane Zimenez was involved, but it was overturned incomplete. It was a close play. It took them a while to review it, and they probably got it right. Um, but the Giants' defense, it's kind of bend but don't break here, as eventually, with 2.22 left in the game, Fair they settled for a 34-yard field goal for Fairbairn. Makes it 21-13. So then the Texans go onside kick. It's unsuccessful. And the Giants make it a little more interesting than you'd want it to as the Texans burn all their, all three timeouts. And at the two-minute warning, the Giants kick a 49-yard field goal. So if Godot misses that, let's just say, Texans have pretty decent field position down eight, but he makes it. And that basically seals it. But just because all Giant wins have to be by one score, the Texans do move it down the field pretty quickly uh, the Texans do get a 46-yard field goal, um, but it really doesn't matter. Uh, another onside kick, and you know the, the, the Giants are able to recover it. Daniel Jones takes a knee, and the Giants win it 24-16. They improved to 7-2. They're now second in the NFC East as the Dallas Cowboys lost to the Green Bay Packers um, in, in a, you know, a game where the Cowboys should have won. They were up by two touchdowns, but the Packers come back, keep their uh, postseason hopes alive. And so now the Giants, like I said, face the Lions. Uh, and, and now, you know, the Eagles still remain up top of the NFC East. As we record this, the Eagles have not played this week. They still play another NFC East team in, in Washington. Uh, it's in Philly. You'd expect the Eagles to win. We'll see what happens. But everything is kind of still there for the Giants, technically speaking. Um, but with that being said, uh, I like their chances of making the playoffs. But this Lion game goes a big way. Like I said, you win this Lion game, and I, and I really think that – you can really start talking about playoffs very freely and not worrying so much about, you know, not making it. Um, but let's just first get to this Lions game first. Take care of business there. Because, look, Detroit's been playing well. Lions offensively are kind of scary. But I think that you can score points against their defense. 
Like, very much so. But can the, the Giants have to have a killer instinct? That's going to be the difference here because I think that the Giants defense might struggle a bit. Now, with Jared Goff, like, hopefully the Giants, it's, it's kind of bend but don't break. Bend don't break. But I think that the Giants, um, you know, if they can play a smart game, don't take penalties – Health seems to have been a good, you know, this game, they came out pretty healthy. It did come out that Dane Belton uh, had x-rays. I'm not sure on what or what the specific, he seemed fine. So maybe it's nothing, but something to monitor. But, uh, you know, I think the Giants uh, are relatively healthy, but you never know what can happen. Look at what happened to Xavier McKinney. But again, Giants 7-2, and two, they win off the bye, which you always want. And now they stay home. And they will face the uh, red-hot Detroit Lions. So you can't take them easy. And this will be a challenging game. But I think it's one the Giants can certainly win.